Okay. What? I don't have a cold open. The thing is, we just did one, like, where we just talked for a bit in the last one, but now because we're doing two on the same day, it's like, what do I say? Yeah, I feel like... Uh, Tears of the Kingdom Good is what I'll say. How's that? Yeah, it's a good game. How's that? I enjoy it. No one's watching these uh, episodes or listening to them because they're all, everyone's busy playing the new Zelda game. I haven't played it at all yet. That's, that's still shocking to I've me. I've played a little bit of it. That you have it. and it's not, it's not that that's shocking. The shocking thing to me is that you are the fan, but you are not the primary player just because. Yeah, I didn't buy the game, though. At all? I didn't know. You should have. You should have bought your own. Yeah, I should have done. Should but buy, then you th- should still buy your own. A to thing be fair. that makes me feel very uncomfortable is having two copies of the same game. See, normally it would, but with this, I'm like, no. Yeah, I it's mean, just so big. The problem is, is the horizon of it all, and I can't not finish another game. So you're not going to finish Horizon before doing this, are you? Yeah. Really? I can't not. I cannot not finish another game. But Katie, you're the only person I speak to, and if I don't speak to you about this, who will I speak to about this? Well, that was the thing I'd said to Luke about it, and I was like, "So you'll play it, and then I'll play Horizon, and then we'll swap," because he also wants to play Horizon. And he was like, "No, we can both play this game." And I was like, "Yeah, two different consoles, though. Like, you know, we can't really both play this game at the same time because yeah. you know it's not going to work out." Welcome, to Doctor Who Rewind. An unofficial and unprofessional rewatch podcast where I, Katie, and my friend Tyrese watch and discuss episodes of Doctor Who starting with the revival in 2005. Once we complete that, we'll backtrack to the 60s and talk about classic Who. In between seasons, we'll discuss extended media, things like books, games, big Finnish audio adventures. That is it. Uh, So basically... That is it. Little girl lonely on the street draws pictures. Kids go missing. Fear her. How do you feel about this episode, Katie? I think your introduction summed it up. To be fair, I hate this episode. I, okay, right. So here is the thing. I can watch this and I can go. This just doesn't work for me. But like, I don't get the the actual hatred that you have for some. I don't. But I'm. I mean, I'm not a very you know high up emotional person, so I, I just... don't get it. Anyways, but. This is this you, is you say fear her with a sigh. Like in this is another one where like in no way am I saying anyone involved with this episode was bad. No, of course it because was you directed all, by Eurus Lynn and written yeah, by Yeah, you all did Graham. something creative and productive and everyone is like acting well and you know like the the script isn't terrible either. Um there is nothing here for me. There is absolutely nothing Just in this episode for me thing. at all. Okay. Which is a shame. Um because as ever, I would like there to be, you know, I don't want to ever watch yeah. an episode of my favorite show that I don't like, but it's just, it's just unfortunate, I think. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. And well, uh, Matthew Graham wrote two other episodes of Doctor Who. Oh God, which ones are I've they? I just had a look on my little spreadsheet here. Fuck, which ones are they? It's, uh, so it was the Rebel Flesh and the Almost People. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, that was also on Matthew Graham. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. You don't like those episodes? I don't. Um, I will say that I like them a lot more than I like this. Oh, yeah. There, like, there's like definitely something Fear Her is one of, like, because I, I like to think that there's one each season that, you know. Just a, just a miss. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's two you know, this season for there's you. There's two this season. I, no, I do like the Idiot's Lantern more than I like this. Okay. Um, well, you put Idiot's Lantern beneath uh, the long game. So this goes beneath the Idiot's Lantern. Yeah. Worst episode of Doctor Who of all time, probably, then. Um, we'll get to Wicker, but like in, in terms of well, the, in terms of episodes that spring to mind from the revival yeah. right now, off the top of my head, I don't think there is one that I dislike more than this. Oh, okay. I like my, you know, we might watch some later, and I'll change my mind on that. Yeah, but yeah. I just, I just don't like it. I was gonna say I know that the Wicker stuff is renowned for being bad, but I feel like, I feel like whilst it doesn't hit the same, what what Wicker does hit, it hits consistently. Yeah, that's true. Like. Even if I am to be generous and be like it, it, like it would hit consistent mediocrity to me. Is like that is for Whitaker stuff. Yeah. Whereas this is like, this has been a good season, but why? Yeah, I think uh, before the finale as well. Yeah, I do, that definitely doesn't help it. Mm-hmm. That and as we found out last week, Love and Monsters, actually, quite solid. You very, know, very good. But um, very good, very nice. This one just nah, man, yeah. just nah. Like I say, everyone's doing doing a good job of it, and like yeah. you know, it's it's fine, but it's just not for me. I even I'm gonna butcher some names here. 
Uh, so we've obviously got David Tennant and Piper Billy as uh, Tyler Rose in Doctor Who. Um, then there's Nina Sasanya as Trish. The mum. I love her. Yeah, she's really good. She's good in this episode. Yeah, oh, like, don't get me wrong. I don't think anyone in this episode turns in, like, a particularly bad no. performance. Um, I mean, as her, like, character is written well. Yeah, I think yeah. that her character, more so than the rest, is written super, super well, good. Well, she feels, I think that she, she feels, feels like the only other character. Like, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Sorry, no, the, uh, she feels like the only other person. Like, like real life. Yeah, like, a, like yeah. an actual, like, an actual character. Uh, and then Chloe Webber is uh, Abisola Ag- Agbaji? I think I'm sorry. Agbaja? I don't Agbaja, know. Agbaja, Agbaja. I think this. I'm yeah. pretty sure you might want to check now, just while you're convenient on IMDb. Yeah. I think this has been her only acting role. Oh. Because I uh, read online. Known for Doctor Who, Doctor Who Confidential, and, and totally Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah. Because apparently she was like scouted at a, an after-school drama club. Uh, then I guess the only other person like that like sticks out. I guess Tim. Kel. Farrow. Oh, no. sorry. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get ahead of me here. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. Uh, Tim Faraday as Tom's dad and Edna Dot as um, as Maeve. I guess I who I'm th- I think is the old that's lady. the old woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they they don't have pictures on IMDb. Then Abdul Salis as Kel. There you go. You can Kel. Uh, I just want to get this out of the way because I'm allowed to because I'm a big virgin nerd. He also plays a uh, Imon Valda in Wheel of Time and he kills that. Actually. Do you know what? When you said he big is... big nerd right then, my oh. entire thing was it was going to be Wheel of Time or Vox Machina. Was it? And I know, and yeah, I, I was knew gonna that say, was going to be one of the two things I'm that you s- said. I, th- I was going to be like, oh, it's surprising that you didn't go to Cosmia, but there's been no adaptations yet. Can yet. You, do, you, do you worry about the person I'm going to be when that happens? Do you worry about the person that I'm going to be in a few months when um, Five Nights at Freddy's X-Men, comes out? No, oh, oh, dude, when X-Men <laughs> 23 comes out. Well, I kind of want to watch it. I am going to be so unbearable. Oh, God, why do I have to be the person that you text on a daily basis? <laughs> Why is it to be me? I know that Luke is going to go to work and my phone's just going to go nuts and I'm just going to look at it and I'm just going to be like, like I have conditioned I'm him. I'm not actually, by the way. I've I'm conditioned gonna... him to hate um, X-Men. X-Men, the animated series at least, because that is the, the um, that's for you. you get no, it's that. my alarm. <laughs> but it starts <laughs> not like that. And he says every morning, oh, my alarm, my alarm terrifies him every yeah. morning. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, so, before the titles, we get like a little call the open thing. Yes. About the woman being like, it's not right, the kids are all the kids. I don't know why that's the voice I went with, but that's it. Um, yeah, she's like in the street. And yeah. She's like, something is not right, get the children inside. I think it's weird that Trish goes, are you okay? And she goes, no. And she goes, shall I ring a doctor? Like, that's her immediate response. Yeah. Is, do you need a healthcare professional? Old lady. Hey, old lady, do you need a help? Are you, uh, lady. Um... I think that one of the best things about this cold open is that we meet Trish, we see Chloe as like the spectre in the window, and then you see her do a little nursery rhyme, which, by the way, yes, little girl doing nursery rhymes is scary. We see it in, like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. It is, but not, not, not this one. Not this one. No, I'd, I'd never heard it. This is like it. a camping I s- song. I still haven't heard it, to be fair. This is the only context I've ever heard. That you could have told me this is made up. I heard it in, like, in like brownies. It was like a camping song. I didn't do that. You uh, do brownies. So, no, I didn't do brownies, cubs, scouts, any of that stuff. Didn't do it. Mm. Uh, I stayed indoors. Whoa. That was an intense one, wasn't that it? That was... Whoa. This is not my new look, Lil, by the way. It's my fucking zero sugar fanta. Oh, you're so happy with your choice. I want to kill myself. You don't want to do that. You just don't like oranges in this form. I still like the zero sugar of it all. Oh, you want sugar? Yeah. Lord knows you wouldn't kill you to be a bit sweeter now, would it? Mm-mm. You're always horrible to me. Uh, the TARDIS landing is funny, legitimately. Face to face with a container. Yeah. I'm like, that's actually good. You can't really use the TARDIS in a jokey way very often. This is one of the best ways. It's done. To have it just like, opens the door, container, he goes, ah. And then he opens it around and when he comes up the other end, he goes, ah. It's just a yeah, different tone very... of ah. I'm like, that's actually a very well well executed joke. And the fact that it hadn't been done in the last two. You okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in the last, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. In the last like two seasons, I'm surprised there hasn't been like a TARDIS joke beyond. Why is it ringing? How can it be ringing? I uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that the the thing is that realistically, yeah. what other TARDIS joke would you do? Face plant. Straight down. Yeah. Opposite of eleventh hour, just like against the ground, you cannot open the doors. It's just you know. Yeah. So, what notes do you have? And we'll sort of go. Where's your first note at? Um. My first note. No, you don't have many. No, so my first note is that everyone that Chloe draws disappears. 
Yes. Why does she not draw any of the two people who would let her continue with her plan? You mean the Doctor and Rose? No, I mean um, the old woman and then her mum. Well, she does threaten to, to draw she, a mother. She does. I can only assume that's out of sentiment because we can see the it's dad a mother, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think, no, my, one of my actual like legitimate things about this episode... Is that Shane is... Ward hasn't released a Greatest Hits album and you really, really want it. Yeah, because in 2012 he was doing Coronation Street. Was he actually? I think so, yeah. He was doing one of the soaps. He like transitioned My God, 2012 was over 10 years ago. Well, don't say that. I just didn't realise it until now. Don't say that. It's 11 years ago. Do you know what's funny about... It's not funny. But, you know, the whole, (laughs) like... this Obviously, this was 2006, right? Um, That that is not the Olympics logo at all. No. And they're just like, woo, London. And I'm like, I know you literally could not have done anything about that. but it's Oh, yeah, I mean, like, well, it was a future at the time, but it wasn't too yeah. far away. Um, no, it's my thing future. is with um, the old woman in this episode is that I feel like at the start, she's like, I know something of the mystery. Or like, I know there is and a mystery. And has no idea. No, and then just never is involved with it really at all, apart from being like sort of freaked out at the beginning. Like, Oh, I- it's not just the beginning. Oh, no, I know she's, like, freaked yeah. out about things. But I feel like the Doctor doesn't really sp- ever speak to her. The Doctor doesn't ever really question her, right? Like, Yeah, well, that is one of my things that sort of falls apart. This episode tries to be horrific during the day on a kid's programme. And you can do that. Uh, and, and I mean, we see the horror with uh, Empty Child and Doctor Dancers, which, yeah. by the way, does horror very well. Very well. It's, st- I think, even out of these two seasons, probably still the scariest. Oh, yeah. That it gets. Easily. There are situations where I'm like, that would be terrifying. But that is the actual, like, when you are watching it, feeling uncomfortable and ugh. Apparently, um, who wrote this episode again? Um, Matthew Graham. Yeah, apparently he had said, because, um, you know, the creators of the show know that this episode is not particularly liked, a favourite mm-hmm. of most people. And apparently his, his response to, like, um, older fans of the show not being so into it was like, well, I wrote it for children. And I, I do, I I do get that in the sense of like you know she's drawing pictures and that's the, what you do as I a think kid. He said that he wrote the episode stuff. for his own son. Okay, I think, um, but at the same time, this episode doesn't feel particularly like it doesn't feel child friendly to me. Not in a way that it feels like children shouldn't be watching this, but it they feels, keep trying to do science things. Yeah, it feels neither child friendly nor adult friendly to me. It feels like this episode is stuck in a sort of limbo of not knowing what yeah. tone it wants to to have. Well, I, like like I said earlier, I do have a, a little note about the tone later on. I don't know if I explicitly wrote it down, so I'm quite worried that I've said just, that. Just well, let's get into it now. Um, no, I don't. I don't know whereabouts oh, I okay. wrote it down, which is the problem. Cause I'm like, it's probably matters. Uh, the by the way, at least in my experience, do council estates look like this to you? No. Jesus Christ. No, they don't. There's no glass on the roads. There's no blood. There's no, no chipped, like, curbs. There's no... You're not going to find, like, empty bags on the floor? Like tumbleweed, right? Just yeah, like, like... Shh, just going past you. Yeah. There's not a dude pissing in an alley? No. It doesn't matter is... what time of day, there is always a dude pissing in an alley. This is a very nice road. Because, like, I do not live on a council road. You don't? No, I don't. And it shows. However, no, I'm kidding. this is nicer than my this looks road. so nice. I'm like, this doesn't, this isn't, maybe maybe just is a, like, it's a down south thing, maybe. But maybe. like, it's definitely not a here thing. Dame Kelly Holmes, close. Yeah. As well, by the way. Oh, speaking of roads, right, this has nothing to do with episode. It's just funny. I, don't know if I, I feel like that's going to be a lot of this episode, so yeah. cool, go for it. Um, I was playing The Last of Us once, right? Of course you were. Um, and there was like a part where I was in a building and I could hear like noises, right? So yep. I'm sneaking around and I was like, oh, you know, I've got to stay quiet just in case because like something's going to jump out of me. And I spent ages walking around this building trying to find like the last couple of clickers or whatever. And I was like, fuck's sake, this building is empty. Like, what, what am I doing? What can I hear? People outside of my house talking on the street. <laughs> and for about, honestly, I will say like a good five minutes, I was just being like, where the fuck oh, are these sake. these guys hiding out? It's just people outside talking. Um, still in the cold open. Uh, Tommy, I think is the, is the boy's name, goes missing. Yeah. I, I know I said, I think I've got the IMDb page. I just don't have it up in front of me. Uh, yeah, he goes missing. And uh, one of my first problems comes from this. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, you can see... <laughs> the doctor mentions how cold it is, by the way. And I'm like, yeah, it's because you're shooting in January. Then you make like an energy thing up. Like, oh, it's sapping energy from yeah, here. And that's why it's cold. Because yeah. the Olympics was, would, would be in the summer. So... Where is my note? This, so, he, yeah, immediately you see all these missing posters. And then you find out it's been, like, six days. I, regardless, this street, after only six days, three, three children, children yeah, have gone missing, should be crawling with police. Mm-hmm. Even after, I don't, yeah, it's been well, six days, so. 
there should still be police That's there the thing, almost though, all the time. What is it? Like, you got to work 24 hours to have a missing person's case actually, like, be so lodged. So, if anything, they're going so missing under two, the police. They've got two missing persons. Because then, didn't like, doesn't Rose say something about how one, the, the like, the kid from the called up and he went, like, the day before or something. He went, oh, like, I think so. or something. I so, assume it is, like, a day gap. Yeah. So, like... That's yeah. That's just another little thing. Yeah, and then we meet Cal, who's like the you know he's the highlight of the episode and the, yeah, the fingers really on lips is. bit. Because like I don't know what they talk about here, but it's pretty fucking pointless. Um, the when they get into this and everyone is making like a one, they make digs at Cal. Yeah, is there a weird like race thing? Race thing, yeah. Because I'm I like, what the fuck is up with this one racist lady? I don't think it's a race thing. I just think it's a you are not normally on this street, and so we point the finger to you. Maybe it is a race thing. I'm not going to, like, rule that out. Because there's um, something she says. Have you got the script there? Yeah, and okay. I'm trying to find it. You find that, and I'll talk about the next week. So it is in this, still in this, like, this circle of people and the doctor's, like, fingers on lips. Okay, no, that's actually a thing, because the old woman says something here. And uh, she says, the police have knocked on every door. No clues, no leads, nothing. First of all, I want to just shoot that shit down because Straight they would still away. be here. They've more children keep going missing. If, if they did, if they went no leads, nothing, they went in every house, right? Knocked on every door. They didn't want to come in and see the houses and see this girl has a bedroom with pictures drawn of all of these people. Because even if they don't put the sci-fi thing together, that's weird. It's a bit strange, like, isn't it? That is weird. Well, I mean, a kid just drawing the, her friends, I guess. Yeah, that's the thing. A kid just drawing her friends. But then we when they look around the room and stuff, like, I, I don't know. I feel like this is a case that could have been solved. Yeah. Uh, so when 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 they are in little the little circle, why don't we start with him? There's been all sorts like him in this street day and night. And then he's like fixing things up for the Olympics. And then someone else jumps yeah. in and like, yeah, taking an awful long time about it. Yeah, she's weird. The, the young woman who is just like in this one scene. But the Tommy's dad, Tim Faraday, his character... Like his character is fine, but I'm like, like the act, the the portrayal, sorry, is fine. Is making a bunch of excuses as to what this could be. Your son is missing. Yeah, you do. And this, it was either today or yesterday. Your son vanished from the face of the earth. This man yeah. shows up and he's like, the kids are disappearing. I'm gonna try and help, and you're steering him away. Yeah, like you would. I would like. I don't have a child. I don't want any. But if I did have one, and it went missing, yeah, it would right. break me in it. Because, I mean, like, I suppose that's the worst part about any kind of missing person. And he's just getting on with it. Is that the worst part is being like, I don't know what is happening. Because, like, if someone dies, right, then you can be like, oh, this is horrible and I'm upset about it. But then nothing bad will ever happen to them. They are gone and it's sad. But, like, that's final. With missing, your brain is going all over the place. And as you know, the worst thing you can do in any kind of situation like that is think. Yeah. And so when I'm, I'm watching it, like this morning and it's in this this is happening i'm like you should be you should feel worse and then i'm sort of thinking there's three missing children and all i can think is they should all feel worse i'm like none of you seem to care as much as you should actually well like you all care and i get that but none of you not a single parent on this street is as broken up no. or as concerned as they should be. And the thing is, there's and a way to play this, though, isn't it? To be like, oh, they're all being unreasonable and talking over each other and stuff because they're distraught and and But none of them upset. are. None of them are. And even uh, Tom's dad, that's just how he is listed uh, on IMDb, Tom's dad says, kids run off all the time. Not overnight, not, mate. Not three children. Age, and they, they are clearly all, like, you know, between, like, nine and 12 years old. Yeah, or they are, like, kind right? of young children. I'm like, they don't go missing overnight very but often. they even say, well, I mean, the doctor says later that one kid rode his bike into an alley and then didn't come out the other end. Which means it was seen. It was witnessed from both ends of the alley somehow. Like, it's it, this episode. And I also, this is why uh, I like a lot of, in, in my dumb fantasy books, rule-based magic systems. Where Where's the line? With Chloe's drawings. I mean, we're going to get to that later on. Yeah, towards I have the a end. Point of because it. oh my god, but the, yeah, these posters look like more than three people have gone missing. Like as per the amount of posters, I'm like, this looks like more than three children. Yeah, I assume there's some, like you know, repeats. But also, this looks almost like a cul-de-sac. I don't know whether it is, but I'm like, this looks like it just sort of stops and goes back onto the main road. Yeah, who knows? The, and and later on, when you see Chloe's little drawing power of of you know, she she speaks time lapse. Um, like. You could have this whole street in nine minutes, sweetie. Yeah. You could have... And I know it's like, a, oh, you, should, you know, it takes a lot of power. She picks up a cat the, the, a minute later. 
she's like, I want, I'm going to give him a cut. You could have, it would take you no time at all to just end this street. Yeah. And the, the, like I said, there is that point of, you know, it needs a lot of power. I'm like, clearly if it recharges over days, like over overnight, sorry, it's only a few hours. Yeah. It's, uh, I also, I love that the doctor says my manly hairy hand. I love it. I I don't like much about the Doctor and Rose in this episode oh, either. Yeah, I've got a lot. I, I, it's not that I don't like it. I'm just the, the, there's this thing like, that because I, I think Rose is fine. I don't. Do you not? No, I think there is a, a bit later on where Rose just claims a thing, and because there's one part, uh, there was one Rose part in this episode that I go ooh, but then the episode also goes ooh. And which part was it? We'll get to it. Okay. Uh, the cat was a nightmare to film with. As per the confidential. Uh, it's just because it's funny to me and it's not the episode. Well, it'll never work with it. children or animals, right? Uh, it, it would not do anything. It just kept wanting to roll around on the cement and then like, go into the box. They were chasing it. They had... They had so ro- is it CGI'd? The cat? Into the box, I mean. I don't Cause think it looked, so. Because it looked... I was watching it and I was like, this doesn't look real. I don't think so. But they had wire that they were trying to like lure it with. Yeah. They had scarers who would stand at the end of a garden when the cat was moving out of shot to be like, you know, raise their arms yeah. and like try and freak it out to go away, which don't do that. <laughs> don't scare the cat. No. Uh, and y- and the confidential is even funnier. The confidential is better than the actual episode. The, co- <laughs> the confidential is funnier because like in the background of all this, because it's January, Billy Piper and David Tennant stood in the street waiting for this cat in full like puffy coats, <laughs> like ra- wrapped all the way up, fur around the hood, doing that whole thing. Then her, so then we cut to Chloe and she's scribbling. Yes. And then a pencil snaps. Yeah. But the scribble carries on. Yeah. Was I was the... like, your pencil broke. Sharpen it before scribble again. She will. God, are we that far in already? How long have we been talking for? Twenty three minutes. No. We had a little beginning bit, but holy, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, then this is fine. I like the idea way more that the things that Chloe draws come to life as opposed to she is drawing people and they are disappearing. I think that this episode... Well, the drawings do come to life. I think the episode would have been better if it was just her drawing like scary monsters and then there were scary monsters. Uh, see, I have a note where I was like, oh, this ending actually makes sense as per the rules we were given. And then it uh, then it U-turned immediately and I was like, fucking, I was trying to give you one thing. I was trying to give you one thing. Uh, the Doctor is silly in this episode. Yeah. I think the Doctor can't balance where he needs to be, and that becomes a problem. Uh, it wouldn't be a problem if Chloe wasn't a child. When there is a child in danger, all bets are off. There is there is a kid, like, there, oh, well, multiple children, I guess, in danger. Yeah, yeah. But Chloe as well. When there are children involved, I feel like you've got to sort of be like, okay. Yeah. This is really important, more so than our usual stuff, because it's children and they don't know the reality of the situation and all this stuff. And he is still just silly and, like, having fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that there is any situation in which you tell the doctor there is three missing children, another child who is in danger, and then the alien in question is also it like a child, right? Yeah. Like this is this is very child centric. Which makes is a bet at some point. He, he offers yeah. Rose a fiver, right? It's another thing as well, um, about this episode, say like being for children, is that I'm like just by putting children in it doesn't make it for children. Because I would say that the same thing happens in um, Dr. Dances and Empty Child, right? Th- I wouldn't say that those episodes are for children, but they have children. No, they ruined yeah, children, right? right? But they have children <laughs> in them. Yeah. And, it, and it's like putting a child in an episode does not make it an episode for children. I do think that the perform- like the performances by uh, like Trish and Chloe... Are very like, good. They're very good, both of them, which you don't normally get with, yeah. with, with child actors and stuff. Uh, I think when... Chloe starts like shaking on the bed. Yeah, it's really good. But because the thing is, her body shakes, but her head doesn't. Yeah. And I'm like, that's unsettling. You've got me there. When I was watching The Confidential, well, I don't know it if happens is... a few times, right? Where her eyes like roll back and shit. When he puts his hands on her head, she does that. And I'm yeah, like, no, oh, you really... have a skill. Yeah, it's good. Eee, look at you, Undertaker. Like, <laughs> she goes, Egh! yeah. And then like, like tombstone. She does like a little, like, a little jitter and then she stops and then she just sits up and you just hear her like a boom. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the hell? The room fills with smoke. The light starts going flickery. God, she's like a prodigy. <laughs> uh, uh, so, the confidential. I just want to talk about this for a minute. <laughs> I don't normally like go on about the confidentials. Yes. But, they, but directed by Euros Lynn. Yes. Uh, no Dutch angles. Thanks, Euros. Uh, this time for letting us off with that. They talk about how they want to tap into the children can be the villain and can be scary. Which they can. Yeah, they can, yeah. 
I don't think this is... I, I, I think that this is an okay premise and children being scary is an okay premise, but I don't think they intertwine very I well. I don't think Chloe is scary. I feel sad for her. Yeah. And I think that is one of the things that they are going for, and I think they achieve that really well. Yeah, like they say, like, oh, she's lonely. And There like, is a few tearjerker bits in this episode. They don't quite get me, but I can see what they're trying to do. Yeah, and I mean, they say, like, she was, like, abused, right? So By her dad, it, yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, so this is just sad. And I don't think that this is something that you should put in, you, you know, I don't think that you should try and put any uh-huh. evil into this episode. And I don't think that they are really trying to, but, but the they, fear and everything, it just, I don't know. They man. tried to give it an exorcisty vibe. Yeah. The bed, the shake, the talking to the demon thingy, like that's all there. Um, the thing that Maeve says later on, out of the blue, by the way, um, for absolutely no reason, uh, she just says, it takes them when they're playing, as the Doctor and Rose and Keller like, just talking. She just, like, unprompted says that, and I'm like, what the fuck, lady? There's, um... By the way, if an old lady says that to me, yes, I'm pissing my pants on the spot, by the way. Yeah. But! <laughs> I mean, that's the two <laughs> rules of horror, right? Old people and children. Yeah, but... This just is not as freaky as I think it should be because it's because I can empathize well with what's happening because I can be like, oh, the alien and person are both lonely, which and is why they found each they, other. Yeah, they found each other. But that's not scary. No, it's that's sad. sad. Yeah. Why are you trying to play it? If they played it sad, which they do sometimes, but if they played the whole thing sad. Yeah. This could have been a ballpark That's episode. the thing. I think this episode needs a little, a few little tone shifts. It needs a few little, like, Little fi- a little final few details and like decisions being yeah. made and worked out and then it would have been really good but the thing is and I know that the whole you know the whole like script thing with this episode where it's like rushed and stuff where like this was going to be the Stephen Fry episode like the one that oh, he wrote it? yeah okay. but then for whatever reason that fell through this was supposed to be next season and then it got like oh like rushed like, up like bumped okay. back and stuff and I'm like okay looking at it like that I can give it points and say everyone who did everything to do with this episode did well and put out a perfectly reasonable piece of television. Mm-hmm. However, as a Doctor Who fan. Yeah. as uh, I think as an episode of TV, it's fine. As an episode of Doctor Who, it's like, eh. Yeah. Because every, I, I, like, everyone behind the scenes and all the actors all doing great jobs. Yeah, like, exactly. This, you know, there's no one here that I'm like, I don't believe what you're doing. Yeah. But the, uh, you know, you get the, the real scribble at one point. Remember when you used to pull out your earphones and it would look like that? It's like a little ball little scribble, ball. yeah. But yeah, that's like that's my thing. Is I'm like, this is my favorite part of this episode. Probably when she draws it and then it comes to life, and I'm like, why do don't that? Do more of that. Do do more things because that's the thing. They they do that. Whatever she draws, like, can come to life just as much as whatever she draws can be taken. Yeah. I guess. And um, they never do that again. They never touch on that again. She doesn't draw anything else that becomes real again, apart from the finale, obviously. But like. I think the whole episode should have been that. I don't think there yeah. should have been any like child snatching or whatever. I think it should have been where are all these like horrible, freaky, scary monsters coming from? Yeah. Oh no, it's this girl who has like drawing powers because that is more. That's scarier than because you've That's got no scarier, source. That's scarier, and also it feels more like a like a child thing to me. You know, like the whole like Toy Story thing where it's like, well, yeah, your thing. toys are real, your drawings are real. You know that yeah. kind of thing. Like Pixar it up a little bit, you know. Yeah. Put a little rat in there with a man who's got a hair pulling fetish. <laughs> that was a good reel. That was a good that reel. That was funny. I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. The, uh, what do you think about the are you deducting? The are you deducting? Well, I don't know. I don't have a lot of lines from this episode, so. That's because you didn't listen or watch it properly oh. because you were dreading it so much that you didn't yeah. want to. Um, Yeah, I mean, the thing about the Doctor and Rose here is I like what they're doing, but not in this circumstance or situation or anything. However, I do... Uh, do you like that Rose clocks Trish? I don't like that Rose is doing all of this deductive detection, putting the pieces together while the doctor's like, oh, cake. Yeah, the, the thing that, that, that they have to do is they have to go, well, you know, we're taking the doctor away from Rose, which, by the way, fine thing, I'm okay yeah, with Do that. it earlier, if I anything. Am, yeah, I'm more than okay with that. Um permission to follow but they, the only reason they need the doctor there is to create the tech thingy either which that even that smashes so it doesn't matter anymore yeah uh the, are you deducting i think i am copper's hunch permission to follow it up sarge and then she walks out of the tardis mm. this as like a because she she says that even her own mum looks scared of her I, I i like this whole sort of bit but rose seems surprised when she's like like a child's drawing like, yeah the, the street was full of kids rose yeah yeah <laughs> yeah duh um, I ne- as someone, you know, which the the, the logic but no, that the, I have. Actually, the weird part about that is that Rose sees her in the window, like looking out of the bedroom window. It doesn't go, Doctor. 
Yeah, um, it, uh, look up there. I think the the odd thing for me as someone who did draw a lot as a kid, God, I would never scribble over something. I'd be like, "Where is the rubber? I need it now." I was a scribbler. You were a scribbler. Yeah, but God, you look like a scribbler too. Drawing makes me take, angry. So take from that what you will. If people haven't seen your face, other than like that one drawing that we put on the post that one time. Yeah, but you look like a scribbler, like a frustrated scribbler. Yeah. You know, I spoke to our artist friend, uh, and they are mad at me that I got a haircut after after that time. After they draw, after they time. after they drew it. Yeah, we should do something with those drawings, right? Well, I mean, what? Well, shut I up! Don't know. Shut we up. have them. We should do something with them. Oh, we definitely should. <laughs> we, should <laughs> we should definitely do a lot of things, man. Whoops! Yeah, uh, I think that this tries a little too hard to be scary. I think I wrote that note right as Rose hides in the wardrobe. Right as Rose hides in there from the little girl. What does she think she's going to do? Just turn her into laser beam eyes, like one of our teachers from <laughs> university who has laser beam eyes, as per our little joke. You know, be- before this, though, Trish does talk about uh, her husband who died. Yeah, and you have a car accident or something. Huh? Yeah, didn't he die in a car accident? Is that what she says? I, d- I don't know. She just says he, like, died, a- she d- he died a year ago. She, cause she and says, she's like, I'm sorry for your loss. And, he, and she says, like, you wouldn't be if you knew him. Something I, along I those lines. I think she has a line. Um, and I'm looking for it now. So, yep. Um, she says She says later on, um, Chloe usually got the brunt of his temper when he'd had a drink. The day he crashed the car, I thought we were free. Okay. So. Right, fair enough. So you were trying to kill him. You wanted him dead. Trish, damn, you wanted him dead. I think that if they were abusing your daughter, then, you know. No, I just mean in general. Just imagine just wanting them to die. You know what really ruins this episode for me? What? The first time the dolls start shaking. You know, when Rose is in the room on her own and the red light happens. Yeah. And you hear Chloe's dead for the first time. Yeah. And all I can hear is, I'm clumming. That's all I can hear is clum. So this entire episode. Ruined. The entire episode Torn. because of your Gone. stupid TARDIS shit posting. Thank page. you. Thank you. Clum. It's just, no, it's not called yeah, TARDIS posting it. anymore. It's just called clum. TARDIS posting. Thank it's you. It's just called clum. Thank you. Thank you very much for ruining this episode more than it already was. <laughs> Uh, no, God. find one good thing to say about Fia Her right now. We've got to have a nice thing. Um, no, the doctor walks in and just starts <laughs> eating jam. Why? Le- it's marmalade. Marmalade, sorry, my bad. I did write marmalade as well. He just fingers the jar. Pops in it in a stranger's his, house. He pops it in his mouth, right? Imagine if I went into your kitchen right now and I was like... Oh, I mean, my That's mother wouldn't be surprised. Noise, actually, to be fair. Not like <laughs> eating noise. I'm so, do you know what? You weren't sick this weekend. No. I fully was like... I, I was think- almost sick two times last night. After you at home? Yeah. Maybe it's just a home thing, which, I mean, is not something you want to think about, but, like... No, because it happened at the pub that time. I wasn't um, actually sick, but it happened at no, the pub. Uh, well, like, so, so, I, so I just want to say, by the way, for our little bet thing, travel sick doesn't count. Yeah, of course travel sick doesn't count. But I'm surprised... I would also say that, that, that drunk being sick doesn't count. No, either. no, I, I, but, eh. I want the real deal. I want the shotgun vomit. Um, <laughs> I was almost sick on the bus. Were you? I was beginning to feel sick, so I stopped playing on my Switcher. Oh, is that why you That's stopped why I on the way home? I could, I could start to, I could feel myself. Yeah. I felt sick on the way there, but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to seem like a wimp. Would you want me to sat at the front? Yeah. Yeah, I felt so nauseous for the first, like, 45 minutes. I would not have said anything to you. I felt, but I, I know that I'm... like, I'm sorry. I know, that I'm, I know that I'm not the travel sick one, so I was like, if I say it, I'm going to look stupid. You're going to look like you're stealing my bit. Um, yeah, right? I don't want to steal your thunder. You don't like storms. You have your thunder. Yeah. I, I was really worried. You see how much we enjoy talking about not this episode, by the way, know, as per the last bad, 30 seconds. Say one good thing about Fia Her. Oh, so this is, no, so this is the thing when he's doing the, no, I'm no. not going to do that. <laughs> he's, you know, he's giving the marmalade the old fingering right and then he just starts licking his fingers which by the way we've never seen this weird behavior from tenant before ever yeah I d- tenant is weird but he's not this weird i don't like him at all in this episode i'm sorry like you know yeah controversial take to not like the doctor in I- I'm the o- doctor show but i'm okay with his little investigation stuff earlier but this when he gets into the house i'm like, like what's this about his little hand thing when he does the little spark i'm like i'm like okay he uses that bit when he's in the garden with the other guy, right? And the guy's like, oh, what's your game? I'm whatever. being facetious. Like, yeah, and he's like, oh, snakes and ladders sometimes or whatever. He yeah, goes, uh, I wasn't a huge... I'm like, dude, kids yeah. kids have gone missing. Yeah. And it's not like you can be like, I don't know that yet. They were on the posters on the way in. Yeah, but like the first thing that you knew when you got to the street was that children had gone missing. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was that the Olympics were on. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the The... Then, so he... So, you know, he does the marmalade or whatever. Then Rose is like, no, stop doing that. And he's like, all right. 
And then for some reason, he's like, oh, I can't draw, but I can do this. And like then separates, you know, just the Star Trek finger thing. And I'm like, is this meant to be you getting on the level of the kid? Yeah. Put your phone down now. Sorry. Be professional about it. I was looking at it. our Twitter, by the way. Be perfect. Oh, so spoilers then for the 60th. If no, I just saw something and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I realized it's nothing. Okay. Uh, yeah, like like th- this little hand thing that he does. What is that meant? Is that meant to win him favor? I would feel very condescended if I was this child because <laughs> she is old enough to be like what are you doing but the thing is he says because he, he says something at first uh, when she says something about drawing and he's like oh I'm rubbish me like I can only draw stiff yeah. figures and that. and that feels like the way that you would relate to a child you know but like I will like here's a thing if anything will, the hand like, thing is a barrier I will relate to you and stuff and then he's like look I've seen Star Trek <laughs> she's like I'm a next generation girl leave me alone <laughs> she's like sorry I'm a Star Wars lady <laughs> Oh, yeah, so the Doctor gets those random superpowers and hypnosis things yep. that he just likes to do, uh, which is fine. Then Chloe says, I don't uh, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to talk about shadows and parlaises. I don't know if that's the correct grammar for that, by the way. He's, he's on about the shadow proclamation and, you know, requests parlay with the eye soulless once it's asleep. Yeah, I don't care about shadows or parlays. Parlaises is what, Did, uh, that's what, that's what she says in the episode, and I love that, actually. Because, like, I don't know if it was a mistake. Uh, like, if it was, it's endearing. If it, if it was, I'm like, yes, because the Isolus is a kid too. Yeah. We learn that, like, at least in the life cycle of the Isolus, it is only a kid. They play. That's the whole thing. What do you think of the Isolus? Let's get onto that because I like. Th- I kind of like them. I I kind of like them in a way that it's serviceable for this episode. Yeah, I think that that you know that the that little five minutes of lore around them. I'm like, I can imagine this. Yeah, yeah sure. I can imagine this, this doesn't being feel like an alien. I particularly, you know ever need to see again but I, the, the problem is and i mean they don't do this with the ood luckily in this they try to make this out to be a villain but it's not yeah the i saw this isn't doing the wrong thing it's doing an instinctual thing and those are very different like ideals which is like that whole thing for me i'm like uh stop making it horrified not only is the girl scared so is her mother and the thing inside her is also freaked out yeah like i i would rather I would rather, rather than them try to make me feel scared, just have me feel upset and a, and a li- like like maybe a little unsettled at most, being like, oh, I just want the best for all these people, which I do anyway. But like, you don't make me want that. You want to try and make me feel a different way, and it's not working. Mm. It's not working at all. This is where, because I watched these back to back, I was like, the Doctor's knowledge really just depends on the episode. Like he knows about Raxacoracophalopatorius because yeah. he narrows that down in season one. Then we get to this. Uh, episode, you know, last week, Love and Monsters, and he has no idea about Clom, even though it's a twin planet to that. And I assume that you would have those. If you're like, you know Rax Coracophalopatorius, twin planet is Clom, you would know these well, things. Well, they've been to Rax Coracophalopatorius. So you would think that... They've, they've seen ju- it. Yeah, they've either seen it, or it came up on like a scanner, or something. Yep, yeah, uh, but apparently, like, he has no idea about Clom, but has a full wiki entry on the Isolus, just in his brain. And just a lot of dumps about it. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's fine, really, isn't it? Oh, no, I want you to say more, like, immediately, please. I just... I want you to say more right now, because I feel like I'm going a lot. You are going a lot, because that's the thing. I just... I, I don't care about this, and I'm sorry for letting the podcast down. But why? I need to know why. This is what we got to get to the bottom of, like, why is this not working for you? Like, I don't like the doctor. Bit. I don't like Rose. I don't like the conflict... I don't like the tone. I don't really particularly like anyone on this street. I don't love the setting. Enough about real life. What about the episode? <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the street. I don't like the solution. Popping it into the torch. There's, oh, but you do like one part of the solution. I do like one part of the solution. I and know that's which. the part that turns into a fucking SNL bit. The council where, Yeah. That's yeah. the only part of this episode I like, and I hate that I s- I'm saying that because I yeah. don't ever want to be like negative about this show. I do. Okay, and here is the next bit that I do actually love: is is Trish? She tries to get them to leave because she's trying to protect her daughter. She doesn't know what these two are up to. Yeah, but then she is, you know, the the doctor has to then, and I like this part for the doctor where he's like trying to reinstill confidence in her. Um, where is it? So I'll look, just have a look here. So it's yeah, it's further down. Well, you know they're trying to make uh, she's she's trying to draw a dad. Yeah, and they find this out, and she's like, "That's weird." You know, your dad's your, your dad is long gone, and all of this. Um, Trish, talks about that. so Trish is trying to get them to leave, 
and she's like, I haven't seen anything. The doctor says, yes, you have out the corner of your eye. Trish says, no, and the doctor says, and you dismissed it because what choice do you have when you see something you can't possibly explain? You dismiss it, right? And if anyone mentions it, you get angry, so it's never spoken of ever again. Trish says, she's a child, and the doctor says, yeah, but you're terrified of her. There's nowhere to turn to because who's going to believe the things you see out the corner of your eye? No one except me. And then when Trish asks who he is, he says, I'm help. I'm like, I, I like that for both of them. I think that's, that's, that's good dialogue for the doctor in this episode. He's not yeah. being silly. He's like, look. This is what I am here to do. No one else will believe you. Yeah, this but is the I, perfect yeah, situation for me. Um, oh, that's before the marmalade bit. The doctor absentmindedly starts eating marmalade from a jar yes. with his fingers. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, so, I like that, that. I do enjoy that scene. I think that's that's great between them two, him just you know trying to be help. There is a thing that Rose says that I think should be a question. Right. As per her companion audience stand-in, which is where she just goes, it won't stop, will it, Doctor? Yeah, it's kind of a question. She's, no, but she's trying to explain it to Trish. Like, she's ta- she's looking at Trish and she goes, and it won't stop, will it, Doctor? It's like like she knew eh. it already. Which, for me, I was, like, I'm, I'm watching it and I'm like, I feel like you should have asked that. You should have been like, okay, so when, you know, how much does the Isolus need to, to have this not happen anymore? And the Doctor should have been like, it will just go. Just go and go and go until there's nothing left. And then you're like, okay, now there are stakes that we have. Other than just, it's just going to do it for fun. Say something that you like about this episode, Katie. I think it's really funny. <sighs> but not on purpose. I think it's really funny when um, Chloe goes upstairs and just starts drawing the globe. She just starts drawing the planet. I think that's hilarious. She's got two pencils and one of them is blue and one of them is green. And she just starts fucking drawing the planet. I think that's funny. Right, so he's... Right, we'll just... You know what? We'll fucking go, then. Rose was going to call kids twats, and I think that's funny. Was she? When's that? Because uh, I know she keeps talking about kids. Because doesn't isn't that weird bit when they're in the TARDIS and the Doctor says something like, yeah, but what about trying to understand them? And then the doc- and then Rose is like, oh, but, you know. Uh, she goes, oh, yeah, she's 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 about to say there can be right little... T-, and she stops and goes, terrors. But she is about to say, like, a T word. Same consonant. Uh you weren't watching this at all, were you? I was watching it. I was. I just... You were watching it, Katie. You yeah, were, I swear you. were half you. in, half out watching it. No. I was sat in front of the TV and I watched this whole episode and I went, I feel nothing. You're booking your tickets for your little uni party. Is that what it was? No. I haven't done that yet. Do that. I will. It's either five pounds or free. That's too much. I spent a lot this weekend. Way more than I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It feels like this whole conversation feels like very, very weird to me. Where yeah. um, this is also where the doctor says that he was a dad. Too. Yeah, because uh, springs. Because yep. um, yeah, the doctor says something about it being it being scared or whatever. Yeah, and being lonely, and then Rose is like feels like a temper tantrum to me, and then like you know they keep they keep talking about kids, and the doctor says, "What about trying to understand them?" And then Rose is like, "Easy for you to say, you don't have kids." And I'm like, first of all, Rose, neither do you." Do you know what's so funny? What? Is the doc- she says the doctor started this? I will say the start of this next like topic is what you trying. Uh, what about trying to understand them? That's when the doctor's onto this next tangent. Yeah, and she says easy for you to say you don't have kids. The doctor says I was once. She says what did you say? And the doctor just ignores it. Class. I'm like, but you started this by saying what about trying to understand children? You started the the empathizing with kids talk and then ignored her. Excellent. I don't. I, you can explain this. It's not a problem. She's not looking for for that. Um. Do you know what's weird about the Doctor disappearing? What? That he is the one that disappears. What do you mean? She drew Looker from Pokemon and the oh! Doctor disappeared. This isn't a very funny joke. I'm loving it. Leave me alone. Do you have anything better to say? I was thinking that all I need to do is get through like far more episodes of this and then it's done, but that's not true. I need to get through two more fucking seasons of this. Of what? The Looker from Pokemon jokes. Yeah. David Tennant doesn't go away. No. The look on your face right now, yeah. by the way. As soon as I said that, your entire face went like this. I get to keep going. I do not want you to at all. I actually cannot stress enough how much I do not want you to. Can I just tell you a little thing? Oh, yeah, is on. that I know that this joke isn't funny. I'm aware. I know what I'm doing. But God, if it isn't funny to hear your sigh every fucking time I do it, just to hear you go like, Ugh! like that is that is what is fueling this fire. Me off. If you start enjoying the joke, I'll I'll have to stop off, doing man. it. But I'm not gonna stop doing it. Why does it annoy you? Because I don't know. It's just not funny. Yeah, that's the point. I just hate it. Oh. Did you not think that the big book about no, tarmacking, I didn't. The big, the big book about tarmacking wasn't was funny. 
from the council bit. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I like this whole bit. I, je- yeah, I feel is- like it's a fucking Saturday Night Live skit. Did you see me? Grab a fly out of thin air. I got it too. Okay, okay. Daniel San. Wipey, wipey. Get it away. Yeah, no, this is the funniest part. I remember when I rewatched this last year. No, the year before. Uh, and it was the only part of this episode that got a response from me. And it was like an actual out loud laugh because Kel is so funny. He's ve- barely in this, but yeah. oh my God. Is he hysterical? Us? When he's even when the he's cancel, in the, man. even when he's in the um reporting you to the council. Yeah, well, all right. <laughs> when when like when he gets to the room, they're always like, not being funny or anything. But that picture just moved, and like, he's just like, I. He's the only one who is enjoying himself here. I think it is funny while he's freaking out that Rose is just beaming. She's just absolutely proper grinning and just smashing the shit out of that road. And she smashes the door to the council house. Yeah, by the way, don't do that. Also, the quip back. What is it? It's a spaceship, not a council spaceship, I'm afraid. Yeah, right. Like, like, you, can't, funny. you can't have this. Yeah. It's mine now. Um I don't keep it in the van. That's a council that's a council van out. <laughs> that's a council van out. I, I love his entire attitude. And it's really weird watching him eat a finger in, in Wheel of Time actually. I'm like, that's not this can't be the same dude, right? Children of light, get out of here. Yeah, that, that whole reporting you to the council is is so funny. So we'll get to the drawing bit. What are the rules for the drawing powers? You drew a bunch of faces that are not to scale about of the stadium, where no one is distinguishable, where everyone just went missing. Well, I think that there is some un- unwritten rule of it is that she needs to be able to see the thing. And think about it at and the same time. And think about the thing. Because all, um, you know, like the kids that she's taken, it's like, okay, so you saw these out your bedroom window. Same with the cat. Like, these are all yeah. things you saw out of your bedroom window. I imagine with, like, the doctor... Even though, even though you know he's like not physically there at the time, she can, she can think about. She can draw that to mind and stuff, which is why I will take the stadium, the stadium but not bit, the planet Earth. but not the planet Earth. No, the bit. planet Earth bit doesn't That's make sense ridiculous. At all. And also, what would happen? Because she would also be. She want. She would also be on it. But then the thing is, the everything needs to be there to hold the drawing. Yeah, everything that she does, it, it's like the kids are alive in the paper. Yeah. So the planet is going to suddenly be alive in her bedroom. On the wall, what? I love the, uh, the, the, do you know when they all disappear? The commentator goes, Bob? Bob? Oh, not you too, Bob. Uh, Bob, whoever Bob is, has disappeared. Who was the other commentator who wasn't on screen, which is why I'm like, where the hell? Uh, because everyone else, you know, all the other drawings. Okay, but that's the thing. Sorry, I've just seen it here. He also says, over 80,000 spectators and 13,000 athletes. Who weren't all there visible. Yeah, Definitely so not. like, is it just, like, what happens, you know? And then also, surely shouldn't the building vanish too? Or is it just the people? Like, that's that's the crazy part to me. Yeah. That, it, the whole thing... I mean, if the TARDIS vanished, you would assume the buildings vanished too. Yeah. that's That would be my logic, at least. Uh, Rose says the worst thing she can, uh, which is she's trying to get she's trying to get closer to the torch. Hey. What? Sorry, I've just noticed this now. He's saying over the, over the thing... Yeah. ...while she's drawing the earth... Over 8,000 spectators, 30,000 athletes. They're gone, all these people. It's a terrible, terrible turn of events. Um, something, something, something. Since the Battle of Torchwood. Damn. Okay, that's cool. Say a good thing there about you this go. episode. There's the one, Say a good thing about this episode thing. right now. There's the one thing that's good about this episode. We found it. We've done it. There we are. Thank you for listening to Doctor Who Rewind. Uh, I'll be killing we... myself later. You won't. You can't say that twice in two episodes, Katie. Sorry. I'm not going Christ. to. Fucking... <laughs> Put a sock on it. That's cool, though. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. Uh, when Rose is trying to get closer to the um, the the torch for the spaceship, uh, the, uh, some police dude is like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And she just says, "I can stop this from happening." Yeah, no one would think that you are more of a terrorist threat <laughs> at like a large event in the in the in the capital of the UK. Yeah, faster than you saying that. Also, arrested I love, immediately. I love the way that she just kind of throws it, which is just two-handed. To go, yeah, to go. Ugh! And just like not throw it at anything, but then it still gets well, it tracks the heat where she needs it to the be. The ship tracks the heat, so I can give it that one. I don't like the princess and the pea. No, how there is just a, there will always be a lump in the council estate road because of the sp- spaceship under there. That's not how that's not how burying things works, mate. Uh, I don't like this gooey love shit. When it's like you just you know lo- you gotta love. It's because you love. You gotta love. How that is the whole way of of um. 
of the end where it's like Chloe and then she you know they start singing together her and her mother and it's like he can't get you at all. And, then she, and then she's like goodbye Chloe Webber I love you and then it's like oh that's all okay now because I can buy it no. from the Isolus exclusively okay no wait because that's what oh when she throws it it's what it's what Rose says yep yeah, because uh, the the announcer is going, um, it's a beacon, it's much more than a torch now, it's a beacon, it's a beacon of hope and fortitude and courage, and it's a beacon of love, and then Rose says, love. Mm-mm. And then she's like, I know how to charge the pod. I don't like it when Rose says, feel the love and throws it. I don't like that that's what she says. She goes, you felt it, didn't you? Feel the love, and then tosses it. Right, okay, actually, no, I'm gonna, I think we're past the Rose, pi- the Rose point now. Um the rose thing that I don't like, which then immediately is rectified, is the part where Chloe is like in the bedroom mm-hmm. and the doctor's just gone and Rose comes running upstairs and she grabs the kid and she's like, well, oh, you don't, don't you know what you've done or whatever? And then, and then she backs off. You like that? You don't like no, that? No, I don't like it. Okay. I mean, I, I, I give it that, that at least Rose is like, okay, cool. But I'm like, don't grab this child who was being abused <laughs> yeah, by no. her father and That's... start screaming in her face. Yeah, not not cool, Rose. Which, again, is another thing that I think is inconsistent, right? Because, you know, um, like back in New Earth, when the doctor's like, oh, something is happening to these people and Rose would care. And I don't feel like Rose is particularly caring at any point in this episode. No, I, I get the uh, the overly emotional. She might do something that she does not mean. But I don't buy it at this point. But not not right now, no. I don't buy it, not at this point in the season. I mean, like I think that she has been with the Doctor enough and they've been separated enough that she knows that things will somehow work out. Well, I mean, last episode when she gets to Elton, like she is mad immediately, but then like like absolutely melts into empathy for him when he's like crying over Ursula. She is, she's the one that goes over to him, not the Doctor. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, oh, you you know, you would, you are, you would feel a thing. Um, the Isolus comes outside of Chloe Webber. Uh, and I don't know whether the Isolus like is aware of this. That's a council window. She can't smash that. No, that's not okay. Partner at the council. Uh, you, you can't. Kel, Kel's already done it. Kel's beat you to it. Uh, you can't report something to the council twice. I thought this last part made sense because Rose goes, "Oh yes, all the drawings have come to life," and that's when the reveal is. Yeah. Of like, oh, the dad. Ah, so Rose does this thing where she's like, "Oh, all the drawings come back to life." Yeah. And then she sees the red light and the door's locked and she's like, oh God. Yeah, like- And I'm like, oh, this makes sense because of the, all the drawings coming to life, that one too. And then they just sing it away. And I was like, this was never an established. Uh, well, that's the thing. How on earth else are you getting rid of it? But my bigger problem with that is the Isolus is left. So how is the drawing coming to life? Because I assumed it was some kind of Isolus all the others did. Yeah, but the Isolus is gone. Yeah, but all the others came to life. They weren't freed. They just came back to life. New versions of them. The original's dead. But, but then then you got to think, okay, if they all are alive, why is this one coming out of the picture, but the rest just appeared where they were taken? Yeah. There's a lot of weird Well, but when she draws the scribble, it shows up in someone's garage. Just for fun. It's in someone's garage, and just then cause. the then Rose opens the door and is like attacked by it. That's true. It, if it rolls off the paper, that would have been cooler. Yeah, but no, it literally just appears, and then she bumps into it. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if you caught this. Because I'm just going to fuck the Chloe Webber bit off now. We're done. She's gone. We've been talking almost an hour and I'm sick of... I don't think any of it's usable, to be fair. Yeah. I don't care. We have to get through this. That is how we do it. Um, I just I just don't like this. I don't, it's just none of it makes much sense either. Like, as a premise, I'm like, this doesn't... Even if it does not work for you, if it did work for you, it just doesn't make sense, though. Yeah. None of the... Which doesn't help. Because I think one of the things you can... Obviously, every episode of Doctor Who, you've got to do your own separate world building. And as long as you make the world building make sense, I will have no issue. Even yeah. if it's a thing I don't like, but you are following your own rules. Great. Yeah, consistency. At, least you, can, at, at least. least you can stick to them. I don't know. I think Rose says, and I don't like this line either, who's going to hold his hand now? Do you remember that? Yeah, because he's like, all you need in time is like a hand I to hold. I hate this cringy-ass writing, you know. I don't like this love letter writing. I just don't. I don't like this Taylor Swift song. This Taylor Swift song of an episode. Taking sometimes. it, taking it through that this is for kids. Then I'm like, meh. This is like this is supposed mm. to be for kids. I'm like, meh. But I don't like it. I don't like the share the love, and I don't like the who's gonna hold his hand now. I'm like, you are old. Enough, you've seen enough terror where there are no children around now for you to actually worry. Mm. You can. You are allowed to do. It. In fact, worrying in silence, I think, is scarier to me than worrying verbally. Yeah. If if you are like so wrought with it, then I'm like I don't know what's going on here. Like oh, that's that's freaky. I thought I don't know if, if this is correct. I'm gonna have a look. Uh, I want I want to know who the voice is for the TV presenter. The commentator is Hugh Edwards. 
I thought it sounded from like the um from the confidential stuff that it sounded a lot like Euroslin, but I could just it might have been a while since I've watched it, so that's fair enough. Uh the actual end scene, the nighttime one, is kind of nice. It's ADR to hell, but it's done well. ADR's done okay. Yeah. And then I don't like the um Never ever say never ever. Never ever say never ever. There's something coming. Oh and she's like, Oh, what is it? And he's like, It's a storm. Uh that's the end of the episode. It's shit. There are not I I I don't want to say like you can skip this one, but oh my god, every fiber of my bo- like my body is being like just just skip this if, one. If I'm coming out of this episode where I like two scenes from it, then I really just think that that's not right. But whatever, it's not for us apparently. No, you know, one point five. It's not for I give us. it a one point five. I'm giving it a one. I was gonna say if you give it, it's like a one. You have to give it a one. I would give it a one purely because I don't ever want to give anything a point five because I feel like I at least want to respect it enough to give it a full number. Um, however, Jesus fucking Christ, this is the lowest possible one that of I'm going to ever yeah. give out. I mean, I wouldn't be so sure about that. See. Wait till we watch Power of the Doctor way. again. <laughs> no, I know you like it. You're going to give that, that a five out of five because Ace is in it. I knew you were going to say that. Ace is in that? Um. So, the next time. Oh my God. Here is a thing that I think is funny is that I cried actually. Did you? Today. Well, like, not like tear, like streaming down my no, face No, but crying, like a little... But like a welly uppy, like, oh, God. Because this two-parter is the thing that I remember watching when I was this like... This is your nostalgia this, trip. Th- this next... I, like, I want to say the next one because I think it was... I, I couldn't tell you whether it was the first part or the second part that I caught. Mm. I think it was the second part because I expected it to be on again afterwards and it wasn't. But I may, it might have been the first as well. I, but I, re- I remember like playing on the front and being like, everyone's going inside. And it was like, oh, someone was like, I'm going in to watch Doctor Who, so I will see you tomorrow. And I was like, I don't know what that is. And I went in, and my mum put it on for me. And it opens up with the um, the sphere opening. And it's yeah. this, it, like, so, which is why I'm pretty sure it was part two. But I still see this whole story as one story. Oh, yeah. And so no matter what, I see it and I'm like, oh, this is. I. I cannot... It made me want to go. That was so terrible. I just want to watch these two right now, actually. Yeah. And I, I mean, might still do that. These, I will watch it twice for the show. These episodes are the first thing that I can remember making, like, put, like piece of TV like or emotion. cinema or whatever. Made me cry, yeah. The first first thing that I ever saw that I was like, this is sad and it is making me so sad that I am, like, uncontrolled. Like, I remember being on an armchair at my grand's in, like, a tiny little, like, knees up to my chest ball. Just watching. Just crying my eyes out. At these yeah. two, so these are very difficult. And you know what? I think I've said this a few weeks ago, where I'm at a point which I, n- I never normally get to, where I'm like, "Yep, Rose leaving right now." Yeah, Com- coming to it with like, you know, a little bit more experience of writing and stuff, like just for myself, not in like a ha 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 kind of way, yeah. like in a, just in a, in general. This is the right time. Yeah, this feels right. Excellent, and I think it's been a good run. Uh, this episode, maybe not, but I think that her leading this adventure, kind of her being the the sort of brain behind this one more so than the Doctor, is like the culmination of it, right? Like yeah. d- you know, um, trivia. Any? Two pieces. One that Doctor Who magazine has on more than one occasion ranked this from a public vote as the least. Favourite. Favourite episode of the revival. Oh. With the most recent result, it came in, like, last of 241 episodes. So. Yeah, no, I see it. It sucks. Because um, I, I feel kind of bad that this episode is me carrying, but I understand that you love this show more than I do, which is why this episode being bad is... And I love this show. Very, very much so. But you are sad. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... I see that you, you know. I see your hatred, and I raise you a. I will look for a thing, or I will explain why something isn't working for me. Yeah, I will try to, as best I can. Yeah, I'm not I just critical enough, but like I say, I don't want to not like it, and I am no. upset that I don't like it. And believe me, this isn't like it's not fun for me to shit on it. And I did watch it, trying to be like, oh, I'll find this thing. Like I'll find this thing that I like, and. Me trying to find something that I liked ended up with more me being indifferent to the things that I hate, which is why I have nothing to say. Yeah. Because it feels very much a case of if I can't say something nice, you know. Yeah, but for entertainment but, purposes, yeah. you should just rag it about. I don't care. So that's that. Uh, the other piece of trivia were the working titles, which oh, yay. <laughs> was either Chloe Webber Destroys the Earth <laughs> or You're a Bad Girl, Chloe Webber. 
I'm glad they didn't use any of those. Yeah, they aren't good. But I didn't really fear her either. I didn't fear her. She just made me feel sad. So Army of Ghosts next week. Yeah, man. Uh, are you excited? Finally, some good fucking Doctor Who. God, you say that like last week's wasn't great. Yeah, that's true. Love and Monsters, 10 out of 10. 5 out of 5. Uh, yeah, how excited are you for this? I'm really excited, just from the fucking IMDb uh, looking at it. thing you pulled up here, yeah. Just go look at that, look at look at that. Oh my Doesn't god. Doesn't that take you back? Jesus Christ. That is, you know what it is? <laughs> go back to that <laughs> Look at her. Jackie Tyler. Look at her. You know what, what it is, actually, if I can find a good shot of it, IMDb. It's the blue. It's the blue. It's the blue? Yeah. Whenever I see Rose in that blue jacket, I'm like, you're dying today. <laughs> Today's your last one. <laughs> Enjoy it while it lasts. Oh, yeah, she kisses him. Oh, hey, Oy. look at that. I wish I was looker right now. Anyway, did you um, enjoy this episode? Why didn't you? <laughs> Not of us, please. Of, uh, of Doctor Who. Uh, we're DW Rewind everywhere. Yep. Uh, that's, that's it. There is nothing salvageable here. We'll see you next week for Army, Army of Ghosts. Ghosts. Can't wait. Bye. Bye.